Hello and welcome to my Sochcast on Princesses and Palace. This is Chaya Shivatsa and I'm sharing with you my experience as a companion to the princess of Mysore, the late princess Gayatri Devi Vadiyar. I've spoken to you all about our school, the curriculum, the games we played, everything that we did as young girls in the school. and also about the companions each one of us we were only five of us all together today i want to speak about in fact give you a peek of the private life of these princesses and i'm going to take you back into time and let me kind of give you a verbal picture of the whole thing the sleek black daimler would glide into the palace gates to the sound of bugles while the uniformed sepoys presented arms a liveried servant would open the door to half a dozen roly-poly children chattering and laughing with their nanny in tow gently chiding their boisterousness bursting with childish glee and energy the little princesses and their brother would disregard the waiting lift and race up the staircase into their mama's bedroom suddenly the noise would cease as one behaved oneself before papa who was after all the royal highness and liked his children to be well mannered instead of noisy youngsters panting nanny would follow and drop a deep curtsy before his highness and whisk off her charges to fill them with creamy biscuits and sugared milk the nursery would buzz with their chatter as they recall their visit to their granny the yuvarani who had beautiful peacocks and deer in her palace garden what bliss it was to peel off those long stockings and frilly frocks and satin ribbons which granny insisted on and slip into something more comfortable fast spot nanny would march them off into the bathroom where four maids waited to wash their hands for them the little prince would then play with his toy cars and wooden soldiers while his sisters dressed up their dolls and hosted imaginary birthday parties for them clattering the tiny teacups and nanny waiting for the reprieve would doze in her chair not for long though she'd suddenly spring up and say children time for works please nanny let's play for some more time they'd plead but royalty didn't shirk responsibility so it was books the dinner gong was a welcome relief indeed another round of hand scrubbing before they filed into the long dining hall Shh. nanny's cautioning would silence their prattle and they would sit primly with folded hands on little wooden seats with ornate backs before small tables with carved legs their royal highnesses would come and sit on their silver inlaid seats 10 maids would wait in the kitchen ready to serve besides each seat was a pet table with a silver pot full of hot water and a silver finger bowl after a minute's silent prayer his highness would flip open his napkin and that signaled the beginning of the meal gentle raillery was allowed but no talking with their mouth full and no squabbling 
Nanny would wait with bated breath and he was sigh of relief when her mites would go and wash their hand without spilling water. Best part of the day then followed with their papa reading out bedtime stories in his deep guttural voice. If he was in a mood, he'd even play a few of their favorite tunes on the piano. What a perfect finale to a perfect day. Of course, tomorrow meant school, but school was more fun than drudgery as it was within the palace. They had a few companions to study with them, and the teachers were rather afraid of their blue-blooded students. Playtime meant romping in the sandpit, swinging and seesawing. Life was like a fairy tale, far removed from the mundane realities that irked the commoners. But it wasn't to be for long. His Highness Jai Chamarajendra Vadiyar of Mysore died. New changes in the emerging socialist patterns of society stripped the family of all its former pomp and glory. The Mysore Palace was taken over by the government. The Maharani and the little prince and princesses had to move into an obscure wing of the palace while avid tourists loitered in the rooms where the royal family had enjoyed privacy and pomp. The princesses are all married now and live in Bangalore. I've seen it all growing up in the company of these little princesses. It's been a long time since. I was curious to know how these former princesses were faring as well-to-do but common housewives. I'm going to let you listen to them talk about it themselves in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed this one. As I said, it was a ringside view of the life they led when they were young girls. See you soon with the next episode.